Greetings, everyone. My name is Reverend Dr. Seneth Brown, the founder and host pastor of the New Testament Church of Christ, the Redeemer of Canada. Welcome to my teaching session, Breaking the Bread of Life. It is indeed Sunday, May 24th, 2020, in the year of our Lord. Let us turn our Bibles right now to Romans 8, verses 28 through 31. Romans 8, verses 28 through 31. Let us read it together. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the call according to his purpose. For whom he did foreknew, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Moreover, whom he did predestinate, them he also called. And whom he called, them he also justified. And whom he justified, he also glorified. What shall we then say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? And the word of God is blessed. We honor it by saying, glory be to the Father, to the Son, to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning. It's now and ever shall be. It is world without end. Amen. My topic is, God is in our crisis. And my subtopic is, Christ is in the crisis. The world is in a crisis right now. And during a crisis such as coronavirus pandemic, it becomes easy to forget God's promises. Don't let the crisis change your mission. Instead, let it focus your perspective on the many promises of God for your life. God punctuates our lives in this fallen age with crisis moments of varying degrees designed for our everlasting good. For thousands of years, God's people have known times of troubles and days of distress, sometimes all too well, and the same continues today. Over and over again, the scriptures describe the faithful not as those who never saw trouble, but as those who cried out to God in their crisis. The men and women we remember as models faced the most significant times of distress and days of distress, and God heard their cries for help. He was not deaf then, and he's still not deaf now. God's hands are not short that he cannot save us. His ears is not deaf that he cannot hear us. So we know that he's never deaf. His ears are always open to our cries. So we see clearly that he heard the voices of his people, however great or humble, especially in a crisis. The truth and the fact of life are this. Once you are alive 
and breathing. You will experience crisis, series of pain, heartaches, disappointments, sorrows, chaos, sufferings, and even a crisis of biblical proportions. Our crisis is not always the same, but Christ is in all the crisis. Maybe your predicament is a divorce, a job loss, a foreclosure, or the death of your loved ones, or a prodigal child, or a betrayal of a close friend, or abuse, or you are told those dreaded words, it's cancer, or perhaps it's just the hebb and flow of daily living. What are we supposed to do in times of crisis? Where are we supposed to turn in times of crisis? The word of God. What are we supposed to do in times of crisis? Read the word of God. God's word is full of great promises. And perhaps one of the most comforting is the word of God in Hebrews 13 verse 5. In our walk with the Lord, there will be times of crisis. There will be chaos. There will be pandemics. There will be difficulties and trials and tribulations. This is a part of life. Once we are breathing, once we are alive, once we are on earth, once we are in the land of the living, we must expect these things. There will be periods when our faith in God will be tested. There will be a financial crisis, relationship crisis, spiritual crisis, emotional crisis, mental crisis, psychological crisis, economical crisis, you name it, the list goes on. But we will face crisis in this life. So let us not panic, rather gain the spirit of peace over panic and gain the spirit of joy over fear, the spirit of love over fear. We see coronavirus pandemic, economical turmoil, marital crisis, emotional turmoil, and so many other crises that we will face at some point in our lives. We solve one problem and another comes along. Sometimes it seems like there is just one problems after another. Financial issues, family issues, health problems. Everywhere we turn, there is nothing but problems. We say to ourselves, life wasn't supposed to be like this. Life wasn't supposed to be this way. Sometimes we even said, I thought that when I gave my life to the Lord, things would be perfect. God did not promise us that everything is going to be perfect every day. Sometimes we ask questions like, when are my problems going to end? But better yet, sometimes we say, where is God in all of our crises? Many are asking, where is God in this coronavirus pandemic? But God is always where he is. He is right beside us. God is with us. God is in our crisis. Jesus Christ is in the crisis. Many people struggle to understand Romans 8 verse 28. 
And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. In crisis, many people in this world, including Christians, ask the question, how can any good come out of this awful crisis? How can anything good come out of this awful crisis? Say with me, because Christ is in my crisis, he will work all things out for our good. Because Christ is in our crisis, he will work all things out for our good. Amen. It's important to always remember that God is with us in our crisis and he will never leave us to walk alone and stumble in darkness because he is total light. Paul begins this powerful verse with the proclamation that the promises of this passage are something we know to be true. Therefore, there is confidence, there is trust, there is a deep abiding faith present in words we know. We are not left to speculate about the course of our crisis. We know from the outset that God is working it all out for our good. He is intervening in our predicament to use every part to accomplish his plan and your ultimate product. God is with us and he will hear us in our crisis. See Isaiah 65 verse 24. It shall come to pass that before they call, I will answer. And while they are speaking, I will hear. Our God is not just the God who speaks. Remarkable as that is, but also wonder upon wonder, the God who listens. When James calls us to be quick to hear, James 1 verse 19, he calls us to be like our heavenly father. We have a father who hears prayer. Psalm 65 verse 2, who attends to the voice of our pleas. Psalms 66 verse 19, our God not only sees all people, but especially sees his own. As those to whom he has covenanted himself in love, he hears his people. He is not bothered or annoyed by our problems, especially not in trouble, not in crisis, nor in distress. We must trust God to work out our crisis for good. He indeed will hear and answer us, but often in ways and in timing we do not anticipate. His ideas and thoughts are higher than ours. Isaiah 55 verses 8 and 9. And he does far more abundantly, exceedingly, not less than what we ask or think. 
Ephesians 3 verse 20 says, Unto him that is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we can ask or think, according to the power that worketh within us. We have the power of God working within us. And because we have the power of God working within us, God is able to work all things for our good. In Christ, we do not assume that our God isn't seeing us or hearing us or answering because our lives are not unfolding according to our paths and our plans. Do you want relief from devastating stress or debilitating anxiety or demoralizing worry? Do you want all the paralyzing fears of life to end today? Here is the solution. Let God do his job. Let God be God and every man be a liar. Let God have full preeminence in our life. Give him full control. We may not know how he's going to work things out in our lives. What we need to do is let him do his job. Move out of the way. Take flesh out of the way and allow the spirit of God to work things out most suitable, most effectively, most powerfully in our lives. When we give him control, he will work in ways that confound the wise. When we give him full preeminence, he will work in ways that will blow our minds. He will do the unfathomable, the unthinkable, the unchangeable. Hallelujah. Because he is indeed the immutable God and the immutable God does not change. We change. Circumstances are subjected to change. Situations are subjected to change. But God is immutable. He will not change. Let the Lord be glorified. Let God arise over our crisis. Let God arise over our situations. Let God arise and let all his enemies be scattered from the east, the west, the north, and the south. Let the Lord do his job. Praise the Lord. It is God's job to make everything work for our good. Not what we think it should be but for our good, he will work. It doesn't matter how hard we try, we cannot make all things work together for our good. It doesn't matter how hard we try, we cannot make all things work together for our good. Why? Because we are finite beings. We are finite beings, but God is infinite God. He is an infinite God. He's all powerful, omniscient, omnipotent. He's all knowing. He's all powerful. He's unchanging. He's loving. He's kind. He's tender. He's gracious. He gives mercy. He's forgiving. You name it, he is. He is the chief cornerstone. Let the Lord do his job. Let the Lord have his way. When we allow him to have his way, we will have peace, the peace of God that surpasses all understanding. And he will guard our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Continue 
to allow him to have full control in your lives. Sometimes we, as people, love to take control, love to manipulate life situations, life circumstances, life crisis, and life chaos. But it doesn't work. Sometimes we believe we know what is good for us. And the good that we think that is good for us is dangerous for us. But the good that God sees for us surpasses our understanding, surpasses that our own goodness that we would expect for our lives. Allow the Lord goodness to work out all things on our behalf. Give him time. He's the God that works on his timetable, not on our timetable. Somebody ought to bless the name of the Lord that he doesn't work on our timetable. We would be in trouble. Many of us would not be in the land of the living had God really worked and our heart's desire then as God really worked and some of the things that we thought was good for our lives, we bless him, we praise him that he did not grant us some of our what we call work it for our good. We bless God that he knows our thoughts and his thoughts and his ways far surpasses ours, far from us, as far as the east is from the west, so has he forgiven us and remember our sins no more. We bless him that he is a God that works things for our good and on his timetable, not ours. Leave ourselves at the table of God to work out all things for our good according to his timetable. Stop stressing, stop stressing, stop worrying, stop fretting over how things are going to work out on our behalf. Do exceedingly, abundantly, far above what you can ask, think, or imagine according to the power that worketh within us. He will work it out in such a way that will confound the wise. He will work out our situation in ways that you will never understand. He will work it out. I love the God of the working out. The God of the working out of our lives, oh, we cannot fathom him. The God of the working out of our life is the God meaning to life. The God that brings, oh, glory to God, divine revelation in our lives, divine dreams in our lives, divine authority, power, wisdom, knowledge into our lives. Allow God to have full preeminence in our lives. Say, I surrender all. It is a good time now to say and to declare it as the songwriter penned it, all to Jesus I surrender. All to him I freely hold. All to Jesus, all to him I surrender. I surrender my life. I surrender my all. I surrender my will. I surrender my mind, my soul, my body, my spirit. I surrender all to Jesus. You too can say that. I surrender my life. I surrender my soul. I surrender my will. I surrender my body. I surrender my mind. I surrender my all to Jesus right now in Jesus' mighty name. And by surrendering to him, I am saying, and we are now saying, I am going to allow him to have full control over my life. I am going to allow him to have full preeminence in my life. I am going to allow him and trust him wholeheartedly to work out 
all things that I'm going through, all things that you are going through, all situations, all our crises, all our situations, we're going to trust God to work it out for our good. He will do the best job for us. Leave it to him. Let God do his job. He is the supreme, majestic, splendid God. He is the splendor of heaven and he is the glory of the earth. Let the glory of the Lord shine through the working out that he will do in our lives. With a purpose frame of mind about what God's ideal is, then we can lay down the worry and let God conform us into the image of his only begotten son while he works out all things for our good of our glorification with him in heaven our job is to love god continue to love the lord god with all your heart with all your soul with all your might with all your body with all your strength love the lord thy god love god and he will work to see all things work out for our good in our lives. We shouldn't be surprised that God simply wants us to love him. When asked, what is the greatest commandment? Was replied, you should love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the great and the first commandment. Matthew 22, verses 36 through 38. He has no limit to what God can work with and work out. Let it, bad things happen to us. But God remains God. He still remains faithful. And he is Lord over all the bad things that happen in this life. He is fully capable of using them in ways that will shine forth his glory and lift his Lord over all the earth. And he will use this coronavirus pandemic to bring about his greatest glory. He will use this coronavirus pandemic to show forth his greatest glory upon the earth. He will use this coronavirus pandemic to show the world and to bring the world to its knees. Because every knee shall bow and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. He will use this coronavirus pandemic to gain billions of surrendered souls, save souls, hallelujah, into his kingdom of light. He will cause this very crisis that he is in, Christ is in our crisis. And because he is in our crisis, we need not fear because the Lord is with us. He will never leave us, nor will he ever abandon us because he is a promise keeping God. He is a covenant keeping God. That which he kept for a thousands of generations is keeping it with us. That we don't have Jesus Christ 
in your crisis today. This is your perfect opportunity to receive him as Lord and personal Savior, Jesus Christ. Allow him to come into your heart. Allow him to come into your life. Allow him to give you the peace that surpasses all understanding. It is God's desire to give you peace. To all the unsaved that need peace right now, you can receive him today. You can receive the peace of God. You can receive the shalom of God. To receive prophetic words for you is, when we are faced with trials, tribulations, on every side, problems, sometimes unbearable, but the word of God still declares that he will never give us more than we can bear. The troubles that we are going through right now, the trials and the crisis that we now face, it is nothing compared to the power of God. The power of God supersedes all our crises. The power of God supersedes all our situations, our difficulties, our turmoil, our trials, our tribulations, our problems, our spiritual problems. But I hear the Spirit of God said, we will not go bankrupt. We will not be spiritually bankrupt. The world, the church, the body of Christ will not go spiritually bankrupt. I declare this again, that the word of God, the, the word of God that is coming out of heaven, declaring upon the body of Christ right now, is that the church will not go spiritually bankrupt. The world will not go spiritually bankrupt because the power of God is already released upon the earth, over the universe, to the uttermost part of the earth, the four corners of the universe, east, west, north, and south. Yes, the unprecedented, unstoppable, and uninterrupted glory, power, wisdom, knowledge, grace, goodness, love, tender mercies, and kindness towards his people is flowing, is ever flowing. The ever flowing river of God has released upon the earth, upon the church. Yes, the belly, the womb of the church, his face to heights unfathomable. We are giving the greatest jubilee praise and resurrection testimonies. We are going to see enormously, glory to God, that which God will do upon the face of the earth. Billions of souls will come to know him. Knees, hallelujah. Billions of knees shall bow before him. Billions of tongues will confess him as the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Yes, it is indeed an unprecedented time and moment. But I hear God said, this unprecedented time has meet the Kairos moment. God's Kairos moment. Ah, this unprecedented coronavirus pandemic has now met the Kairos moment of God, the Kairos season of God, the Kairos anointing of God, the Kairos, hallelujah, glory of God, the Kairos visions of God, the Kairos glory, revelatory knowledge of God, the Kairos spirit that has risen upon the universe, 
which is the Holy Ghost, the lava fire of the Holy Ghost that has been released, the stampede that has been released from heaven. Oh, glory to God that has trampled the plans of Satan on the earth, that has trampled all the plans of hell upon the earth has been released. Yes, this is our Kairos season, our Ebenezer moment. Oh yes, the church will shine his brightest, oh glory to God, in his glory. The church, oh glory to God, will shine the best even in this time, brighter than diamond. Oh yes, the church has gotten another skin, another layer. The church has been handed a Holy Ghost supernatural layer upon its body. Yes, the church, the layers, oh glory to God, a layer that will help us to stand and to withstand the test of time. We are overcomers. We are stalwarts. We are warriors. We are in time uh, generals. We are militant people going to heights unknown. We are soaring beyond the third heavens. Yes, Joshua's are coming forth. Elisha's are coming out. Elisha's are coming. Oh, glory to God to manifest the double portion of God's glory. Elijah's are on the rise. Jeremiah's are on the rise. Esther's are on the rise. Deborah's are on the rise. Oh, glory to God. Oh, yes, almighty God. Peter's and Paul's are on the rise. Oh, yes, the name of Jesus Christ are on the rise. Oh, glory to God. The name that is above all other names. Joshua, we are on the rise. The spirit of Joshua's are on the rise. Moses' spirit are still on the rise. Oh, glory to God. We will see the spirit Oh, yes, of Elijah, Moses, Joshua, Daniel, my God. Yes, the fiery furnace is no match for the spirit that is coming forth out of heaven. The spirit that has been released to the body of Christ. No fire can stop us. No wind can stop us. No wind can hinder us. Because God has given us the wind of God already as a favor to go to the universe to go through the uttermost part of the world to declare the unadulterated word of Jesus Christ. Yes, yes, we shall see unprecedented souls. We shall see a mass exodus. The souls come into the kingdom of light. They will come out of the kingdom of darkness and come right into God's marvelous kingdom of light. His kingdom is majestic. His kingdom is glorious. His kingdom is like no other. Oh, glory to the name of Jesus. We will see harvest. Oh, yes, the harvest is plenteous and the laborers are few. But we now pray, oh, to the God of the harvest that he will send laborers. Oh, yes, to advance. Yes, the harvest to advance his kingdom. Yes, there is the spirit of advancement. The spirit of advancement is now released upon the body of Christ. The fivefold ministry has gained an increase, supernatural increase of wisdom, knowledge, understanding, revelation. Oh, glory to God. We will speak from a place of his throne. We will speak from a place of his
throne of grace is where God's people is now going to speak from. We will not speak out of flesh because flesh has no business in the business of the spirit life. There's no right in the spirit world, in the supernatural spirit world. And so we do not, we command every flesh to die in the name of Jesus. And we lift up a standard, the spirit of the true and living God. The true spirit of God will erupt in this earth. The spirit of God, the true and living spirit of God will erupt in the body of Christ. Yes, I hear God's people crying out anew. I hear God's people worshiping anew because we are coming now out of a place oh glory to god of the throne of grace we are speaking we are praising i hear the praises of god's people now coming out of the throne of grace our songs are gonna be sing out of the throne of grace not just our mere song not just a song in which we think or just come from our mere mind but it will come from a place of his throne the throne of grace Divine grace is granted unto his people and it will spill over unto this world and within this world. I see unprecedented grace being given unto us, unprecedented, unstoppable, uninterrupted mercies has been granted unto his people and also unto this world. The Lord God of heaven will heal our world. The Lord God of heaven, the healer, the balm of Gilead, the sympathizer, the greatest physician, the physician that is above all physicians, will heal our land, our world, our society, humanity, the heart of mankind. God is our healer. He is our balm in Gilead. I declare peace over your crisis. I declare peace over your struggles. I declare peace over your warfare. I declare the spirit of peace. I declare the spirit of love. I declare that God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of a sound mind. I declare this day that in our crisis, God is in our crisis. Christ is in our crisis. We, you, hi, the world have no need to fear. Christ is in our crisis. Christ is in the crisis. Shalom, shalom. Greetings everyone. My name is Reverend Dr. Saneth Brown, the host pastor of the New Testament Church of Christ, the Redeemer of Canada. The Lord has inspired me to write for beautiful, awesome, dynamic, amazing books. Books that will catapult you to higher dimension in the Lord. Books that will motivate you, that will give you courage and encourage you, empower you. And in every area of your life, you will be strengthened. I wrote these four wonderful books to the world and for the world. The first book is titled, The Holy Spirit prophetic poetic prayers. The second book is called The Holy Spirit Prophetic Poetic Journal. The third book is called The Holy Spirit Prophetic Poetic Devotional. And the fourth one is Now is the Time for Discernment. 
Now is a Time for Discernment was published last year, June 19th, 2019. Now is a time for discernment. It's so fitting for what is going on in the world. If ever a time we need the spirit of discernment, it is now. Once you read this book, you will gain great insight, great knowledge, significant increase in your spiritual walk with the Lord. This book is filled with prophetic words for today and beyond. Even for the crisis we now face, this book is a great resource. Read it and you will be inspired, motivated, and transformed. Let's look at the table of contents. I am divinely planned and divinely timed. I am the coordinator of your life. The Holy Ghost wants his people to be like sensitive motion detectors. The Holy Ghost revealed to me that there is an evil defiant spirit from hell that has risen in the body of Christ. It is time to subdue it in the mighty name of Jesus. I declare that you are the head and not the tail. You will live beyond the expected years. Open my eyes to see what heaven is up to. Just to list a few more with you. When God's favor finds you, you are well found. Fight your battles on your knees. Press on, you will gain the victory. The impossible before the possible. The blood of Jesus Christ covering. The guiding hand of God. God's set time. The power of God no one can fathom. God is making the body of Christ fruitful in the land of afflictions. The Holy Ghost, my comforter, teacher, and best friend. You can purchase my amazing, wonderful, life-changing, atmosphere-changing, transforming books by clicking the links in the description below. They are available at Amazon, Chapters, Indigo, Life Rich Publishing, Westbow Press, Barnes & Noble, and Goodreads. Thanks greatly to all those who purchased these books already. God will indeed catapult you spiritually, emotionally, psychologically, mentally, spiritually to depths unknown. Continue to soar like the eagles. Continue to rise above all your circumstances and situations in your life. God bless you. Continue to be inspired as you read my wonderful, excellent books. Thank you. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May the Lord be gracious unto you and lift up his countenance upon you and bless you with his peace. Shalom, shalom.